Welcome to our time of devotion, coming to you from Church of the Palms in Sarasota, Florida. Let us begin as we love to begin by listening to some beautiful piano music. The scripture passage for today, November 4th, comes from Luke 13, verses 31 through 35. I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. Hear now the word of God. At that time, some Pharisees said to Jesus, get away from here if you want to live. Herod Antipas wants to kill you. Jesus replied, go and tell that fox that I will keep on casting out demons and healing people today and tomorrow and the third day I will accomplish my purposes. Yes, today, tomorrow, and the next day, I must proceed on my way, for it wouldn't do for a prophet of God to be killed, except in Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones God's messengers, how often I have wanted to gather your children together as a hen protects her chicks beneath her wings, but you wouldn't let me. And now, look, your house is abandoned, and you will never see me again until you say, Blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Open our hearts and minds, good and gracious God, so that we might hear the word you intend for each of us on this day. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. As I read our scripture passage for today, I was struck by the lessons we can glean about humanity. First, I was surprised to read that some Pharisees were warning Jesus that Herod wanted to murder him. I don't know about you, but I tend to lump all Pharisees together. They were strict rule followers who seemed to be more concerned with the law than they were ever concerned about people. 
I don't allow much room for Pharisees to play a different role than what the majority of their stories in the Bible show. However, to color them all with the same broad brush stroke is like saying all Presbyterians are the same and they all believe the exact same thing. One conversation on a Sunday morning with a fellow Presbyterian at church will quickly dispel that myth. Today's scripture passage reminded me to take the time to be curious about people and to be careful to not make generalizations about a person who may belong to a certain group. Jesus himself offered us a full expression of humanity in this passage. He is both courageous and tender, strong and soft. King Herod had just beheaded John the Baptist and is making threats to kill Jesus. In response, Jesus calls him a fox and refuses to change his course. To a Jew, the fox was a symbol of three things. The fox was regarded as the slyest of animals. It was the most destructive animal, and it was the symbol of a worthless and insignificant man. I imagine Herod had executed people for much less than this. Courage, it turns out, comes from within, but also comes with one's convictions and passion. Jesus was on a path that God had ordained. He knew what he needed to do and why he was doing it. It's like having a really good mission statement for your life so that you have the courage to stick to it. Stephen Covey says that your mission statement is about defining the personal, moral, and ethical guidelines within which you can most happily express and fulfill yourself. Here's an example of a personal mission statement to give you an idea of what this looks like. Thank you, Google. One person wrote that her mission statement is to be humble, to, thank, to say thanks to God in some way every day. I believe in treating all people with kindness and respect, to be driven by values and beliefs. I want to experience life's passions with the newness of a child's love, the sweetness and joy of young love, and the respect and reverence of mature love. And finally, to go through life with a smile on my face and a twinkle in my eye. This mission statement would then influence each decision or action that we take or don't take. I wonder if we had a personal mission statement from something like Micah 6.8. What does the Lord require of you but to do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with your God? Or embodying our church's mission statement to love God and love neighbor. Would that be enough for us to be courageous the way Jesus was? I don't know. You would really have to believe it with all your heart. And I think it would need to be crafted and revised with an ongoing conversation with God. The other part of humanity that Jesus demonstrated is tenderness. Jesus, a courageous man, talks about gathering the children of Israel like a hen who would, a mother hen who would hold her chicks close to her body for warmth all the while protecting them under her wings, a mother who is willing to sacrifice her life to protect her children. 
Only God's love through the movement of the Spirit can help us to embody the fullness of our humanity. Regardless of our gender, Jesus gives us a beautiful example of being both courageous and tender. Will you pray with me? We invite you, Holy One, to enter fully into our lives, guide our thoughts, words, and actions, so that we might reflect your light in the world. Help us to be brave and kind as Jesus was and is now and forever. Amen.